This podcast, Sportsbeat After Hours, discusses adult themes. While not explicit, listener discretion is advised. And welcome, you Patriots fans, to Sports Beat After Hours. I am Hemahemuli Jr. Joined, joining me today, as always, is the local lovable Canuck, Zach Hicken. What's up, eh? And on the ones and twos, the digital deacon himself. In the name of Tom, In the name of Tom Brady, I am... Just really happy to be here, guys. <laughs> guys, the Super Bowl. Most yeah, boring that, Super Bowl ever. Yes. Yeah, that was a thing. Oh, my gosh. It happened, allegedly. It it did happen in the last, like, quarter. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, I mean, there was a touchdown. There were as many Okay, okay, let's put it this way. For those for those who haven't seen it, should we catch it up? Spoiler alert. Sure. Spoiler alert. For those who haven't watched the Super Bowl, this podcast is not last man friendly. So tune on right now. <laughs> Have you guys ever played Last Man? Hashtag last no. man. What is that? We'll we'll go into that a little bit okay. later. But basically it's just a big game around the nation with people who try to avoid they don't watch the Super Bowl and then they try to avoid uh, finding out the final result and score of the oh. Super Bowl for as long as possible. Okay. Um I had a couple friends that tried playing it a couple years back, and it is really fun. <laughs> uh, really fun. But this podcast is not last man friendly because we're going to talk about the Super Bowl. So Let's do it. Um, so let's start out. Let's get this out of the way, I guess. Congratulations to the New England Patriots and Tom Brady, who won not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, but six Super Bowl championships with the New England we Patriots. We need to queue up LeBron James. Oh my gosh. The other GOAT. <clears throat> and let's say this. Let's send out a message to our friends that rooted for the Rams. I have a really good friend of mine that rooted for Wait, the Rams. Wait, Rams fans exist. They do. They've been, I, in, they've been in LA for like two years. How do they exist? Well, they were previously in LA, but. Yeah, that's true, I guess. Also, yeah, you know what else used to be in L.A.? Not sunlight? Animals? Uh, not <laughs> L.A. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I followed the Rams for a while, like, especially when they were the greatest show on turf. Like, but, you Kurt know. Warner. Talk really, about the real goat. It takes someone special to root for the Rams, and so I feel really bad for these Rams fans. So will you just play this soundbite? It's a message from Tim Tebow, and... He has a message just for you, Rams fans. I'll see you soon. Jesus. Loves you. <laughs> he does. And uh, I feel bad for you guys. But it was a good fight. Your defense held Tom Brady for three quarters of the uh, game. Which... Your, their, their defense gave up as many touchdowns as the Pac-12 title game. 
<laughs> so there's that. Were they okay? So Pac-12 title game versus the Super Bowl. I felt like the Super Bowl was still exciting to watch. Was it just me? And I'm not including like the halftime show or Sister Night. <laughs> well, you blowing better my not ears out. include the halftime show. I mean, Sister Gladys Night was the best part of the. She Super was great. Bowl, she was awesome. But I'm just saying. We gotta like, give a shout out. You know what? I gotta give. I gotta give an achievement. To one sister Gladys Knight. Yeah, I think uh, the the Super Bowl was still exciting to watch, like defensively. I mean, Kyle Van Noy. If you're like, really into defense, yeah. Yeah, Ty- Kyle Van Noy. I think had like one and a half sacks. Two sacks. Like two sacks. Yeah, two sacks. Three quarterback hurries. That's a thing. Yeah, he did great. Um, he, he had legit um, reason to be in contention for the Super Bowl MVP. Ah. Uh, I don't know. I feel like they got Super Bowl MVP pretty right. Julian Edelman was pretty Well, he came up big, remar- but I'm saying remarkable. a lot of that game came because of what the Patriots were able to do, limiting the Rams defensively. Yeah, but I feel like that was spearheaded by two guys. That's Dante Hightower and Kyle Vannoy. Right. I mean, and probably just leaning because he's a local. I thought Kyle played a little bit better than Hightower, but. Yeah. They I uh, they were pretty close, but I mean even when like even when the Patriots offense wasn't clicking, like Julian Edelman was almost literally the only guy who was like making any sort of play whatsoever. Yeah, or like or even, I don't normally I normally have this argument where like did they sure. get the Super Bowl MVP right? But I it felt was like good. yeah, I felt like tonight like yeah, I'm okay with this one. I even thought like <laughs> maybe okay Sony Michelle would have been ahead of like of Kyle Van Noy, but. I don't know. It was how about Sony Michelle taking the rock on literally his first touch of the game and going, "Hey, I'm just gonna run for 15 yards. Nice. Peace out." Incredible. <laughs> I mean, he had like two or three breakaway runs, right? For like 20 yards, and it was it was great. Uh, it was also infuriating because, like I told you guys during the game, I freaking drafted Sony Michelle in my fantasy football league, and then he didn't play like the whole season. And then when he comes back, he like is amazing. But never never trust a Bama player until oh, the playoffs. Gosh. But uh, yeah. So, Pats they win. Um, the Ra- how did you rate the Rams' performance? I mean, it wasn't bad. They they didn't it play wasn't too good. poorly. It wasn't good. Defensively, they played good. Yeah, their defense was great. And for the, for that first half, I thought that Aaron Donald might have been the best player on the field. Yeah, yeah. he was he was really good. Um, uh kind of didn't leave the locker room. At halftime? Oh, really? He sort of disappeared a little bit. I'm just saying he kind of disappeared. No, no, I mean, like, like oh, figuratively. Figuratively. He, he gotcha. kind of disappeared a little bit in the second half. He wasn't nearly as impactful. I, I mean, he was. He, I saw him make a couple of plays in the second half, but he, he sort of started to fade, I feel yeah. like, down the stretch. So. Um, and I think that was a big reason why New England did what they did, mm-hmm. you know, going away in the end. Plus, and that's just a mark of a great coach. And I'm not saying Sean McVay isn't a good coach. I'm just saying that. Second half adjustments is the mark of a good coach. Well, and there's also a big difference between being in your ninth Super Bowl as a head coach and your first. Um, I mean, Belichick has 19 years of experience. Well, 17 now years of experience of playing in Super Bowls. McVay has, you know, a half that he can make adjustments. That's true. But it's it's almost like, like McVay is like phenomenon like a prodigy that's no he absolutely is he's yeah he's the future of nfl coaching and it's like we saw with the recent nfl uh hiring cycle is that it was like anyone that knew sean mcveigh would get hired as a head coach because he's so innovative and he's young and he just looks to be like the new 
face of the NFL. And mm-hmm. a lot of people saw this as like, hey, the old guard Brady and Belichick could be passing the mantle to mm-hmm. the new guard, which was Goff and, um, and McVay. Yeah. Uh, my, but, my favorite moment this NFL offseason, I know it technically wasn't the offseason for most of the league, but it was for like over half the teams in the league. Uh, so I followed the Arizona Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Since I was I exactly since I was little, <laughs> and because uh, uh, I'm from Arizona and you know local pride, all that, whatever, and the Cardinals made a, a coaching change after only one season. Um, they brought in one Cliff Kingsbury, mm-hmm. the formerly deposed Texas Tech coach, who was also the offensive coordinator at one University of Southern California for exactly I think nine days. Mm-hmm. Um, they brought in Cliff Kingsbury to be the new head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. And if you read far enough into the press release announcing this hire, about it was like six or seven paragraphs in, mm-hmm. the Cardinals mentioned that Cliff Kingsbury, one time while he was on a recruiting trip, had a lengthy conversation with Sean McVay. So they're pretty much like besties and kind yeah. of run the same offensive system because they had a conversation and they knew each <laughs> other. Also, And that's why Cliff Kingsbury <laughs> is the perfect head coach also, for the Arizona Cardinals. I'm laughing. I think Cliff's going to be a great coach. I really yeah. do. But I don't know if I buy all of that right there. Also, sure. Uh, this Also, people don't know this, um, but both of those coaches um, – McVeigh and Cleansbury um, are sponsored by Axe Body Spray. That's true. They are spokesmen for Axe Body Spray. And, and khaki products. pants. <laughs> and khaki pants. And shirts that are a half size too small. So, <laughs> Schmediums. Shout out to Schmediums. <laughs> Shout um, out to Zach Bloxham's alter eagle, Cliff Kingsbury. <laughs> Love you, Zach. Uh, what I was really going to say, just in terms of the game, though. Um, well, before we move on to that, can I tell you guys who is a fan of Sean McVeigh? Who's that? Kyle Van Noy. Coach, now that you've you know, had... Hold on real quick. Uh, you know, first of all, just, you know, congratulations to the Patriots. Uh, they did a great job. You know, Coach Belichick did an outstanding job. You know, there's really no other way to put it. You know, I'm, I'm pretty numb right now, but, you know, definitely I got out coached, and I didn't do nearly good enough for a football team. Hey, yeah, great job, man. Hey, I respect you, man. Yeah, Appreciate that, Kyle. Yeah, respect you, man. But, uh, pretty cool. Shout out to noted uh, noted Syracuse alum uh, Kimberly Martin for that sound. There. So uh, alumnus of alumna, sorry, of the greatest journalism school in the country, Syracuse <laughs> University. Yeah, super interesting. They're both giving each other props. I think that's pretty cool. Well, one thing that I thought was funny is like people were pretty pretty split on it. They either thought it was a really cool move of Vanoy to do that. Or very classless for him to come in and interrupt a press conference. Kyle Van Noy classless? Never. <laughs> Never. Never ever, guys. Uh, I think his first tweet that he sent out after winning the Super Bowl was he tagged everyone who said that he wasn't a good player. <laughs> like every national media person, including like all the Boston radio guys, and just put sunglass emojis. <laughs> so he tagged. I'm going to so look good. it up right now. Um, he tagged uh, Stephen A. Smith. Uh, LaDainian Tomlinson, Felger and Maz, who are, uh, uh, they host a show on, uh, the sports hub in Boston, um, Max Kellerman and Shannon Sharp. I agree with most of those That's taggings. baller. That's baller. <laughs> That's though. especially Stephen A and Shannon. Well, he got his second ring. Uh, so he can say whatever the heck he wants yeah. for, uh, the next year. But, uh, in terms of McVay talking about him getting out coached, I think part of the 
thing that happens in the Super Bowl is there's so much pageantry around this, especially with that halftime performance. Sure. You're sitting around for a long time during halftime, and a lot of players have talked about this. When it's your first halftime, you it really drags – or when it's your first Super Bowl, that halftime really drags on. Yeah. And if you don't know how to keep yourself mentally focused during that time – Engaged, yeah. And engaged, you come out of that second half completely cold. And we that's where we started to see the separation between the two teams was in the second half. And mm-hmm. Patriots have been there nine times. Yeah. Rams have been there. That was their first time. So – that was the difference that we saw. <clears throat> so yep, very true, very true. Um, yeah, so that was. I mean, the game overall was pretty slow. Like, not a lot of things to comment on, really. So, oh. uh, do there, you guys have anything? There to say is about one it? last thing that I want to say. Okay. Uh, it's time that we officially that we we make this official podcast official podcast business official that uh, Tom Brady is indeed the goat. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. He's and. The goat. And by goat, <clears throat> I'm just gonna let uh, Fox Television personality Rachel Bonetta explain what I mean by the goat. G O A T. Here's what that means to me. Go away, Tom. Your time has come. Nice. Yeah, uh, that didn't age very well. Um, no, I, th- I thought it was great. I thought it was great. <laughs> it's Cause, funny. Cause let's, That's true. Let's be honest. It's, I mean, six Super Bowl titles later, nine appearances, I think it is. I think it's time for Tom Brady to hang it up. He's going to be 42 this next year, like... It's time. And I'm not saying that in a bad way. Like, he really is. Like, he might be the best quarterback of all time. I'm, like, I'm totally willing to relent to all that. Like, he's accomplished so much. I don't don't know if he'll ever be caught, quite frankly, with all that he's done. But I I think it's time to, I think it's time to be done. Like, do you think he should retire on top is what you're saying? Or do you think people are just sick of him winning? I mean, because I'm sick of him winning, but, I mean, if he's that good and he keeps winning, why would he stop winning? But I mean, if like, like there's always like a fifty-fifty. Like, well, can I do better? But also, can I do worse? So, like, what's the harm of going out on top? That's true. But then, then you'll run into like the Michael Jordan thing, where he just actually doesn't go away until he sucks. Yeah, so don't go play minor league baseball or move to Washington <laughs> D.C. Because like he I mean, went out on top the first. Time. I guess there's a football team in Washington D.C. Whose nickname we won't say on this podcast because we'll get in trouble if we do. Uh, the but Washington professional football team. The Washington, pro- yeah, the Washington <laughs> pro football team. Um, um, I just, I just, I don't think it's a bad thing to say. Like, sure, maybe it's time for Tom Brady to be done. But and again, not. like with all 100% due respect, like I'm not, I'm not saying like go away, like get out of here, um, and all that. I'm just saying like. You know what? Like, you've done more than any professional football player uh, probably can do. Yeah. So, it's fine. Like, step away. Yeah. Step well, away. He's coming back. That's what he said at the end of the uh, uh, Super Bowl. Um. So let's talk about. We'll see if, if there's nothing lasts. else. Let's talk about the prop bets we made. 
last podcast. Do you guys remember those? <laughs> oh, did you write these down? We tried to keep track as best we could, right, I, Zach? I just knew all the ones that I won, so we'll talk about those. You won a lot of them. Yeah. I, did you win everything? No, no, not. No, you won the toss, too. I won the toss. So, um, I lost the over. We we went. Oh, yeah. I lost the over, for sure. Good Lord. We thought uh, <laughs> we thought there would be more touchdowns than there were. Didn't yeah. we, wasn't our over-under at, like, 54 or something like something that? Like 53. That. <laughs> yeah. Something, yeah. Uh, we lost that. Um, for uh, the coin flip, I picked heads. Or, sorry, tails. I picked, you picked tails. Ta- I picked heads. Tails was the correct call. For uh, Gladys Knight on the how National Anthem. Ad- yeah, how long um, I think it was set at, like, a minute 47. And she went 204. Wow. Um, this is debatable, though. This is debatable. How's it debatable? Because <laughs> you you guys haven't seen this? It's a big controversy. Like, it's literally, like, it's causing a bunch of high rollers, like, six figures in Las Vegas. What's that? Because cause she stopped it twice. She, like, started and stopped twice. Mm. No. So, that doesn't count. No, like, you're talking about when her, like, when she like paused, right, right. So and then continued. so you guys remember back in like 2011 or 2012 yeah. when uh, Christina Aguilera, um, the way she stretched out "Home of the Brave" in that way, and there was there was a lot of debate over like where she actually stopped and like didn't stop because she kind of she carried it out in a way that was like still musical, but like the words weren't really there anymore, sort of yeah. thing, a little bit. So because of that. Uh, most sports books have agreed that as soon as you're done saying the word brave, that last brave, you you cut it off. Like that's that's where the timer ends for the national anthem prop bet. Um Sister Gladys, bless her kind soul, she finished with brave and then immediately said like sung out brave again as like almost like a like an encore yeah. sort of thing. So that's the controversy. So the timer technically stopped at the end of that first brave, but she wasn't done. Yeah. So she went for another like six or seven seconds. Um, the official over under was one fifty, I think. Okay. With the timer, she landed at one forty eight. Wow. Without That's it, crazy. She was at like one. I think it was like one fifty four or one fifty six or something like that. Has I I would have thought longer. Yeah, so the over-under people are, like, really upset, like, legitimately upset at this. That's so dumb, because, (laughs) no, you know when a song is over. Yeah. Like, that's just people that lost. Let's forget about technicalities. Like, technicalities are for nerds. (laughs) Okay? (laughs) Like, when you're a high roller. I look forward to that email from HR tomorrow. Yeah. You know when the song's over. Like, even if she says Brave three more times, soon as those, that flying V of jet planes goes by that's the end of the song and that's when she finished so i don't feel like anyone has a is anyone on was the mic under. out of her hand no was there a note still going yes, yes. the song is not over the show does not end until nope. gladys knight says it does yep sister knight sister knight went over um so zach obviously took the over okay i did take the over <laughs> uh we also talked super bowl Officially, it, it was under, though. I, I'm just saying, like, officially, she went under. Well, forget Vegas. They don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> uh, Super Bowl songs, I think it was set at what? F- no, I it think- was five or six. 
Was it five? We set it at five and a half, I think. Okay. Uh, I think it was eight was how many I counted. But now we can get technical because not all of them were Maroon 5 songs. I understand that. Yeah. I think Maroon 5 performed five songs. Also, is that including the SpongeBob theme song? No. Because that's all. That's that was part of Sicko Mode. Yeah, that was Sicko Mode. Oh, fair. Um, that's which fair, I, guess. I was really bummed with how that worked out because that yeah. is like, I was talking to him about this earlier. The the SpongeBob, um, the what the winners the, take all or whatever the song's called. Uh, it's like can we get that rolling in the background? Let's let's listen to that a little bit. But um, that is like one of the top three SpongeBob moments. It's a vic- what is it? Victory. Sweet victory. Sweet victory. Yeah. That's like a top three Spongebob moment. And that was like when I was still, I was like nine when that episode came out. And <laughs> I was still watching Spongebob like every day after I got home from school on Splat Nickelodeon. Oh my gosh. Let's see if you can get it rolling and then we'll. Well, you guys were like, Sean was in college. And I Hema was, was like, had just graduated from high school. There she is. This is the trap version. This is pretty sick. <laughs> Dude, Trap makes everything better. Yeah. Um, the Trap Spider-Man song that I used for the Donovan Mitchell graphic that I did. Yeah. Cool. Anyways, I was disappointed that SpongeBob was just a full screen graphic. I thought it was going to be like... It was basically, yeah. An actual SpongeBob like on the stage or I was, something like I that. I was hoping for some VR. Yeah, VR would have been dope. <laughs> and I'm not I'm not, not even a SpongeBob guy, like Zach said. Like I was like my senior year of college yeah. when SpongeBob debuted because I old. Um, but I was, I was secretly open for maybe like a SpongeBob VR or, or something. like a hologram, like they did hologram SpongeBob. Yeah. yeah. Like that would have been cool, but whatever. Sicko mode is sicko mode. Like it's a good song. Well, I love it. And like big boy was pretty sick, but I was like hoping that like Audrey 3000 yeah. would like make an appearance, just like a surprise appearance. And they do like some songs as outcast. Like, yeah, like, I was really like, how can you have a Super Bowl in Atlanta? And not plan an outcast reunion. Well, there's just like, like so many things that they did wrong with the Super Bowl performance. And like I get Maroon 5's popular. Nah. Adam Levine's a heartthrob. Dude, but dude was looking thick with two C's, dog. Shout, like, shout out was... to Utah's <laughs> shout out to uh Utah's own James Valentine on right. guitar. But I think like Migos should have headlined. Migos. Yeah. Um, Childish Gambino. You get Childish Gambino and then Paperboy <laughs> from Atlanta. From Atlanta. The TV show, which is based on the city that the Super Bowl was played in, yep. and then you close it out with Outcast performing like Miss Jackson or like Hey Ya or something, yeah. or like a medley of Hey Ya, and I don't know, it would have been pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, Maroon Five was whatever. It's they had their poppy. They I thought they were. Songs. I thought they were fine. They're fine. I wouldn't go beyond fine. I I had really low expectations for Maroon Five. I was not excited at all. Yeah, I thought they were fine. Well, I didn't you- hate it. Let me hear your guys' top, your top, just your number one Super Bowl halftime show performer. And then like, oh, tell me like your easy. The, your backup, like Kay. the close second. Um, oh, num- number one's easy. It's not even a question. What do you got? It was a Gaga. Oh. It was Lady Gaga. I don't know. I'd put her top three. She's not my number one, though. Oh, my sure. number one She's performance. So top three. My number one performance, Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars was unbelievable. Unreal. He got invited back two years in a row because Kay. of how well he performed. Bruno Mars was unreal. I loved him. He's my second. Michael Jackson's your number one? No. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, uh, the Who was really good. Also, I got to give a shout out to the Who. So go you go ahead yours, and then I'll tell you mine. Janet Jackson is yours. No. <laughs> um, You're getting close though. Katy Perry. No, not a, not a female, but okay. Same genre. Well, uh, let me finish mine. Not Janet Jackson, okay. but um, JT. We so we know Lady Gaga was my number three. Uh, number two, I just because of what the pop culture moment it created was Katy Perry. Uh-huh. This is like the last, like Left Shark. Yeah, Left Shark, and like this is like <laughs> the last like version of like her being like a pretty big deal before she went crazy. Before she went, <laughs> yeah, uh, before she went crazy, before she and, lost her mind. Um, and she just hasn't really made good music because nah. she got cursed by Taylor Swift because she's still Taylor <laughs> Swift music or dancers, background dancers. There's no, there's a whole thing. Wow, they were so both on tour at the same time. Curse. Yeah, they were on tour at the same time. Wow. And Katie uh, Perry hired all of Taylor Swift's background dancers by giving them a huge raise, uh-huh. like while Taylor Swift was like in the middle <gasps> of her tour. Oh, did they bounce on her? Yeah. Wow. They bounced because they got wow. a huge raise, yeah. That's my Owen Wilson. And so they beefed for a long time. They made up uh, with T-Swizzle's mo- most recent tour, I think. Katie Swish her was her first the whole show. beef song. Yeah. Okay, I yeah. remember that now. And there was like stuff in uh, Taylor Swift's uh, uh, her first music video that she just released off her most recent album, Reputation. Oh, look what you made me do! Yes, she called out Katy Perry yeah. when the in the Crash Lamborghini. Right. Anyway, um, I thought so Katy Perry two. just like what how iconic it was with the mm-hmm, Left Shark mm-hmm. thing. Like that's still a meme that people talk about. That's true. Um, it wasn't. Performance wise, I'd put like if we're just going performance wise, Michael Jackson's number two. Yeah, Michael Jackson's really good, but he's not my number one. Um, okay, so number two, we already established Bruno Mars. Uh, just everything that guy did was unreal. It was like never had been seen before the things that Bruno Mars was doing. But my number one is Prince. Um, just because I don't remember which Super Bowl it was. That's a good call. But I do remember. What happened was Prince, right? He did his whole performance or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then right before he did his last song, "Purple Rain," it started raining, oh, like, all over the stage. And so they got everyone off the stage except for Prince, and he was playing his guitar in the rain, singing "Purple Rain." That's awesome. Pretty freaking awesome. Um, did you give yours, Sean? Yeah, he said Lady Gaga. Is your number one? What was your number two? Um, so I was a. <laughs> You guys are going to make fun of me for this, but I'm kind of an old soul sometimes. I, I really liked when The Who came in oh, a couple years okay. ago. I, I thought they were... No, that's cool. I thought they were awesome. Um, and, man, I totally forgot about Prince, but... Yeah. Yeah, that one. one like that one struck me for, like... Like, that performance probably stayed with me for a good... And I won't pretend like it... I mean, I obviously forgot about it by now. Hey, that was cool. What? I love Five, Prince. six years ago, but I think that one stuck with me for probably a good week yeah. afterwards. I seriously considered n- naming one of my sons Prince after Prince, even though that's not his. So your future son? No, I can't now because they all they all have H's and we're kind of doing a thing. You just do H Prince. Yeah, H Prince. <laughs> like a, a silent H Prince. Um, so uh, Tom, Tom Petty back in 2008 was oh, also really Tom good. Tom Petty was yeah, awesome. Tom, yeah, Petty, Tom was awesome. Petty was really good. Um, by the way, the best use of one of his songs um, in a uh, – TV show slash movie is uh-huh. when it, it played in uh, um, Silence of the Lambs where American Girl's playing. 
Is that at the killer's house? No, it's when um the senator's um, daughter gets kidnapped by yeah. Buffalo Bill, and she's like in the car, yeah, okay. listening to it. Yeah, and that's then right. She gets pulled over. I and knew it, it had to do with Buffalo Bill. Yeah. Somewhere. Um, but what I'm gonna say real quick, uh, I just looked it up. Katy Perry's halftime show was the most watched halftime show of all time. Wow. According to Nielsen, yeah, that's true. True story. What was number two? Does it have number two on there? Uh, this is probably all post. Uh, this is all after Pepsi, right? Is this when Pepsi started sponsoring the halftime show, or is it just of all time? I guess they Let's didn't really see. have the ratings, the same ratings, like, in the 80s. Second most was Lady Gaga. Wow. Um, the Makes NFL, like, like, I'm I'm not necessarily, like, a Lady Gaga fan. Right. But that was another one. She's that, a huge like, pop star. That was like, another one that, that actually stuck with me. Yeah. So that's why I, I bring it up pretty quickly. It's, Makes sense. Yeah, like... Like, if she's not my number one, maybe it's not number one, but she's, like, easily top five. Yeah. Do you know who played at the first um, Super Bowl? The Super Bowl halftime show? Yeah. Or the first Super Bowl ever? The first Super Bowl had a halftime show that featured the Three Stooges. What? And the <laughs> University of Arizona marching band. Wow. As well as Grambling State University. In fact, Grambling State University performed the first two halftime Super Bowl halftime shows. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. Not Arizona State? Um, and, like, the first real... We don't need to talk about them anymore, then. <laughs> uh, like, pop... Um, pop culture icon that I'm finding that performed in it was... Sorry, this is great podcasting right now. <laughs> um... <laughs> But, like, for, like, the first, like, 20 years, it was all uh, marching bands. Hmm. This is pretty crazy. Yes. Turn that shiz up. I never meant to cause you anything. I didn't want to one time see you laughing, babe. What, what Super Bowl is this? 2007. This is like, wait, let's see. He died in 2015. Uh, no, he just died in 2017. Oh, Yeah. Ten years after this. Yeah, this one was amazing. This one was amazing. So the first halftime show that featured like a pop artist was in 1991. It was new to me. It's about one guy uh, okay. in the middle. They played with Disney characters and sang "It's a Small World" step what? by step, and this one's for the ch- children. Goodness. Uh, the next year, wow. 1992, um, Super Bowl uh, 26, Gloria Estefan. Oh, Estefan. Um, Estefan. Estefan, sorry. I'm he's a, he's a, a baby. Man, he doesn't know Gloria Estefan? Mm. Uh, Gloria. But what happened during Gloria. this halftime, um, it aired, um, I believe, on CBS, and Fox uh, put a live episode of In Living Color 
um, the sketch comedy show uh-huh. on during the Super Bowl halftime, and they pulled 22 million wow. people over to watch in lo- in the live episode of in lo- in Living Color. So that's a baller move, and also makes total sense. Yeah. Do, do you guys remember how big in Living Color was? We, well, Jennifer Lopez was I a mean, dancer in in Living Color, one of the original Fly so Girls. Wasn't wasn't Tommy Davidson was on that show, right? Tommy Davidson did the show. Yeah, you had we the Wayans had brothers. We had an interview lined up with Tommy Davidson this last weekend that that fell up, through. That fell through, um, just because of scheduling conflicts. But uh, That's yeah, pretty dope. Um, yeah. And then the next year after that, uh, the Super Bowl decides to go for a grand slam and uh, hires out Michael Jackson. Yeah. Which is, you know, one of the most iconic live rock musical performances it's up there with queen at live aid mm-hmm. um beatles at shea stadium yeah probably. beatles at shea stadium um for just this moment that is so iconic in american pop culture so yeah. um that's a a really long list to get through <laughs> sorry that wasn't great podcasting people i know it's it was it was interesting for us so whatever yeah. we don't care um but uh <laughs> The other thing that, I mean, I, the other thing that everyone kind of looks forward to with the Super Bowl is the commercials. Yeah. How'd you guys oh, feel about yeah. them this year? Um, did uh, you feel like they, they've been really disappointed in the last couple of years, and so I haven't been looking forward to them as much. So, so I think I was pleasantly surprised. So let me tell you what I think happened. I think this year I saw a lot more serious commercials. Not to say that there weren't comedy like silly commercials, but last year it was like Doritos commercials. Like just off the wall nuts commercials that were just yeah they kind of they kind of tone it down a they little bit because they because they also didn't go serious like heartfelt political in yeah a lot of ways. no political they were more shout out to the Washington Post that was a great commercial I don't remember that one that was a terrible commercial because it cost Bezos his entire investigative journalism unit to produce it but. <laughs> Whatever. I, um, I won't go off on that. I, no, but I mean, I think... I had a little bit of a soapbox this morning. If you follow me on Twitter, you probably saw some of it, but I apologize to those who do. It, yeah. Yeah, uh, but I mean, there there weren't a lot that stuck out to me. There were a few that I thought were funny, but the one commercial that I think was awesome, and you guys probably agree with me, was the NFL 100 Um Super Bowl commercial. Oh, that was fantastic. It was great. I mean, of the National Football League. Tonight is not about the league. What's up, Juju? It's about football. It's about the players, the fans, and Marshawn Lynch. The moment and everything else that makes you say, oh boy. We don't have to play the whole thing because it's like two minutes long. Two minutes long. But uh, it was good stuff. Good stuff. That was great. And surprise ending. It's almost at the very end, I think. Uh huh. Right at the very end. Um, Someone catches that golden football. And who was it? None other than uh, Riverton's own Sam Gordon. Do they still live in Riverton? Harriman? Harriman? Well, I remember she played for Harriman when she first started blowing up. But if you don't remember who who she is, um, Sam Gordon is the girl that went viral online as the girl that would return kickoffs and just smoke little a, boys on the football a, field. A girl who could 
destroy and she is now 15 16 something like that that sounds right um she was 9 at the time in 2012 so that makes her 16 yeah i think um i'm not very good at math but uh at even even at that age i feel pretty confident saying she could destroy any of us in this room oh hands down like absolutely probably probably on one leg even like she, yeah, she she might be the toughest. Yeah, she might be the toughest girl I've ever met. But really cool, really surprising to see her in the in the in the commercial. But it was a pleasant surprise. So that was really dope. I think that was like the best commercial. Um, which ones did you guys Third. like besides that one? Yeah, I love the Audi commercial. Um, the Audi. Wait, which one was the Audi so commercial? Remind it me. It starts with this uh, guy. Um, he appears in like a an an, an empty field. And there's like this homestead home, like in the yeah, in the middle of nowhere. Keep going, this is nice. And he sees his grandpa. Grandpa? His grandpa. I'll let him take it from here. Welcome home. <laughs> Come on. I've got something for you. What are you waiting for? So this guy um, has a dream that he's seeing his grandpa, who so good. Uh, obviously had passed away. It's a dream sequence, and his grandpa takes him into the barn, and there's a there's something covered by like a tarp. Pulls the tarp back, and it's a beautiful Audi. He gets a- in electric vehicle, electric Audi, eco friendly, yeah. eco friendly. He sits down in it, and all of a sudden he starts jerking. And it turns out he was choking on a cashew. He was seeing the light, and this is the last thing he saw. He was fantastic. Was, yeah, it was like some. So it's which, to by be the like, way, if the last thing I, if the last thing I ever see is an Audi, like that'll be a sign that I'm going to the bad place, not the good place. Yeah, I'm if sorry, if, dude. If I die anywhere near an Audi, it's because it hit me, or <laughs> I got shot in the garage because I was in the wrong neighborhood. Well. That's, I mean, here's the thing. If I get, if I die near an Audi, it's because I jumped in front of it to try and get an insurance settlement. <laughs> um, desperate times call for desperate measures, but uh, yeah, uh, that was one of my favorites. I also That's really like. I don't know if this aired during the Super Bowl, but the um, uh, the Pampers dad diaper commercial. It was on social media, so it was like John Legend and Adam Levine. Oh, um, are like changing their baby's diapers and it has like a chorus behind them that's like singing about like the baby making a stinky uh-huh. um it was absolutely hilarious and like i can relate to it right now because like every time that my kid because you have a baby yeah every time he uh makes noises i get very nervous <laughs> yeah um totally understand so i definitely understand it it just related to me on on that level the pepsi commercial was pretty funny because they kind of poked fun at themselves for is pepsi okay which no pepsi is never okay it's not even a question um and then i like the uh the avengers teaser oh yeah not so really that, a commercial but that was after the coin toss yeah do trailers really count trailers count absolutely do they yeah because if, if, we're, if we're gonna go trailers i 100 percent like the trailer are you going toy story 4 i was i was <gasps> gonna story mention 4 toy, toy story really 4 was awesome 
Um, and then there was a little bit of an extended cut of the new uh, Captain Marvel as well. Yeah. Oh. There in the first quarter. You mean Top Gun starring Brie Larson? <laughs> Top Gun starring Brie Larson. Dumb. Sure. That's a Top Gun I w- would see if it was actually Top Gun. Well, they're making Top I Gun too soon. I would definitely see that as Brie well. Brie Larson, man. Um, no, let me tell you about my favorite uh, uh, TV is spot your, then. Is your wife okay with you talking about Brie Larson? My wife. My wife down. talks about Brie Larson the exact same way. So, <laughs> no. So my favorite trailer, I guess, was the. I didn't know this. Jordan Peele is the new host for the new Twilight Zone. Did you guys see that one? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, so Jordan, we talked about that because it said like the Super Bowl had like been taken over or yeah. So like we. So being in the TV industry, like you'll notice, like if something goes wrong, there's like a small. I don't know, either either a blip or like a missed misspelled word or something like that, where you realize, oh, the wheels are about to fall off on this broadcast. The Super Bowl was like going into its normal programming, but then there was like a glitch, and I legit thought like, oh, something's happening, and it happened in such a way that I legit thought something was going wrong, and then Jordan Peele shows up, and it's a Twilight Zone um, commercial. It was amazing. It was the coolest thing I saw, and it was only probably like twenty seconds long. So I thought that we were going towards like a ma- the whole Max Headroom broadcast signal interruption thing. Have you guys heard about that? Yes. But so the freaky one that like no one knows what. No happened. one knows how the guy took over the satellite. And yeah. It aired in in Chicago. Um, this was probably oh, like the nineties. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was in the eighties. Yeah, 90s. a guy wearing a Max Headroom mask and sunglasses, with a Max Headroom background. Um, was just saying a bunch of really freaky stuff. It was on WGN uh, during the sports cast, and then it happened again two hours later on the local PBS affiliate in chant um, in Chicago. But it's it's something like he went uninterrupted doing whatever he was doing for like maybe like a couple minutes, like a long time. Is that right? Yeah. So he went on for ninety seconds. Okay. He talked about uh, Coke, the series Clutch Cargo, <laughs> WGN anchor Chuck Swirsky. Then pretended to uh, make a number two as a masterpiece for all the greatest world newspaper nerds. It's freaky. If you don't, if you haven't seen it, look it up. It's it's freaky. It, it's really. It is on YouTube. Yeah, I can confirm. I'm not gonna play it. No, but, uh, please don't. I, I, yeah. I won't be able to be sleep scared. tonight. <laughs> but it is. But it is on YouTube. I can confirm it's on YouTube. <laughs> How about this one? Did you guys notice that Serena Williams had this commercial, and she's oh, that like, was "Great! Oh, this was." Oh, so it's good. great. So good. I legit thought it was a Nike commercial or like a Gatorade commercial. Um, it's her like hitting the ball hard, like growing up. She's like, you know, if I never if I never forced my way in, if I waited my turn, then I would have never been the person I am today or whatever. Turns out it's a Bumble ad. Yeah. Apparently Bumble is more than a dating app now. That's crazy. I mean, it's so apparently cool, I need whatever. to get on Bumble so I can meet Serena Williams. Dude, get on Bumble. I need to. She get will on crush Bumble. you with her powerful, sexy thighs. I would be okay. With that. <laughs> um, Spoiler alert: I'm the only single one on this podcast. The, yeah. Um, I don't know what other commercials were there. There was the. Uh, there was one that I really liked. I'm kind of going to jump in a little midway here, but. Oh, oh yeah, the new Doritos. Yeah, yeah. yeah back, Backstreet Boys, um, Chance the Rapper remix. I could just rock out to this like all day, guys. Like this is my era. Guys, that? that's the thing is like, 
not so much you, Zach, but it's like a lot of this stuff was like me and Sean's era. That means we're old, dude. We yeah. old. That means we're old. We old. Like, they're like, oh, let's throw you... it back with Backstreet Boys, which isn't a throwback because it was literally 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm still waiting for Backstreet Boys to be the headliner at a Super Bowl halftime show a la The Who. <laughs> See that? Full circle. Full circle. That's full we circle. Did we did it. Congratulations. Um, I think that that pretty much sums it up for the commercials. I don't really remember too much other than that. Like, um, not yeah not amazing i mean props to the nfl and sam gordon that was definitely the best one best part a couple other decent moments in there here and there but uh, uh we talked about pepsi right uh google had a couple good ones yeah. um i legit may have shed a tear when they were doing the 100 billion words ad they said 100 billion words are translated on uh are, are put into google translate every day and the yeah. most popular are how are you thank you and i love you hmm Wow, that's cool. That is pretty cool, actually. I yeah, I might have been. It's a hot not mess like for that minute. It's not like, uh, it, it's not like um, Will Smith's feet <laughs> or something not, like that. No, <laughs> well, it's just Google Translate. I don't want to know oh. what's put into Google, Google Search. Google, it's not Google Search. It's Google Translate. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what's going into Google Search <laughs> on a daily basis. Like what the most popular Google Search oh, is. That's oh yeah, gosh. Let's, let's not go there. Um, uh, but yeah, yeah, so that I I think that wraps it up for the Super Bowl. Um, hopefully next year will be better. <laughs> next year, the ads or the game? Yes. Okay. I mean, honestly, who gives a crap? We have the NBA NBA trade lines coming up on Thursday. Lots of NBA. I'm sure out, we'll be sure. back on Thursday, and we might even have to do some breaking news if if something good happens. Yeah, we might have to do an emergency pod if anything happens with the if Jazz. He gets traded. Ricky goes. By the way, can I tell you guys my real favorite moment of the Super Bowl? Yes. So this happened in our office. <laughs> oh, no. During this... the halftime performance, oh, no. Rob stepped out to go get um, some food. No, this isn't HR. This is an <laughs> HR violation. Um, Rod stepped out to go get some food, and uh, I turned his uh, broadcast to the SAP oh, Spanish yeah. broadcast, <laughs> <laughs> and it comes back. And Rod's sitting at his desk, and he's like, what is going on with Just my TV? Just utter confusion. He could not figure out how to get his TV back into speaking It's uh, too bad to Tony Romo and Jim Nance. I should have Dude, set up a camera for It's too it. bad Sean so wasn't funny. there, because then we could have just started speaking in Spanish. And then we'll convince him, like, you have the gift of tongues. Like, that's what happened. You la- <laughs> but okay, so I actually did that. To my TV once. Can I share this story? Yeah. I accidentally hit the SAP button on my TV once. Okay. It's not an easy thing to do because you actually have to like, like manually like reset it and whatnot. Guys, um, our, watching RSL in Spanish is better. Than oh, it's the it best. It's the best. Soccer in general in Spanish is way better than in English. Yeah, come at me. <laughs> um, you can at me on Twitter at z a k hicken. Um, but so I accidentally reset my uh my uh television to the sap version one day and it was i was in college so i was fresh off of a uh, church mission Mm -hmm. and one of those guys and it legit took me probably about 20 or 30 minutes to realize that my television 
was speaking Spanish. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Until Dude. either one of my parents. You are one of those. Yeah, like you? one of my parents walked in. I think it was my mom. It might have been my dad. One of my parents walked in and they were like, they were like, what are you watching? <laughs> and that's when I was like, oh, this is in Spanish. My bad. Sorry. I was also a span. I was a Spanish major in college. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. It legit took me a little while. So maybe we need to do this again in the future. Uh-huh. Um, is <laughs> Rod like, will forget. Yeah. Yeah, he'll forget. Early so, onset Alzheimer's. <laughs> <laughs> we'll plan on doing something. something like this when uh, the uh, there's like a big game that's going on. Maybe the Masters. Or March Madness. Yeah, the Masters of March Madness. We'll get. Yeah. We'll do this again, and we'll film it. We'll put it up on social media so you guys can get a good reaction to it. Because it was, it was honestly gold, and I forgot that I had done that. Yeah, we and he was it just like freaking out, like, "What is wrong with my TV, you goobers?" <laughs> it was great. Good stuff. That's a great note to end on. Um, but anyways, yeah, thanks for listening. If you've stuck with us this long, it's late. We got to get out of here. I've got babies to take care of. So uh, Zach's got a baby to take care of. My wife goes back to work tomorrow, so it's oh. just me and him. Um, wish me luck. Yeah, good luck. Godspeed. Thanks I've got f- a, I've got a dog at my house, so close enough. Yeah. Sure. Um, we need to cut to like the office where Pam and Angela are talking about their uh, cats and their their kids, and the then Oscar starts talking about his dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what What does he say? He likes to wear galoshes. Yes. <laughs> Um, thanks for listening. KSL's Oscar. Thanks, guys. Nice leather pants.